Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While Being Served. We are now at episode seven of season three. Ain't God good, y'all? Woo! Let's give him a round of applause. It's the consistency for me, sis. So we're back. We're back, y'all. It's episode seven. And this, this, um, I, I kind of say, I need to find something new to say. This topic, listen, this word, this tea, this message, this energy that we're getting ready to cover is one that's near and dear to my heart because, you know, the dating scene is like, in my head, I low-key think that I'm a dating counselor. But let me explain something to you. When it comes to my girls, my family, my love, my women, my my circle, us, because it's us, I just want for us to make better decisions. I want us to be, we all deserve black, purple, white, Caucasian, whatever love we deserve it. So, and this is another one you guys, you guys ask, you know, always want to know how did you meet your husband and all this. And this is, this is some advice that I took here. So the topic is a little less obsessed with boys and a little more, a little more God obsessed, a little less boy obsessed and a little more God obsessed, a little less boy obsessed and a little hallelujah more god obsessed i had to be extra with it so it has been brought to my attention um so many times so many times it's been brought to my attention um by women who i my social media page is an outlet for women to you know to express themselves for me and for me to just give them direct advice while god is letting me do it while i have the the space and the time while i'm at the level when i can touch everyone in my family i do it from my social media so i always get so many messages and and if you're not following it's nurse underscore monroe on instagram i receive so many nice beautiful long detailed messages um, about just relationship advice and why am I not meeting the right men and why are all the men wrong and what's going on with these men and why these men on crates <laughs> falling off and so on and so forth. Okay. But you know, it's been brought to my attention that the number one thing I notice whenever I get the messages is that it's so much obsession over a man. There's so much obsession over companionship. There's so much obsession over, I need it now. This is, this has to be the right one. I just can't go or live or breathe if this is not the right one. Or I know this isn't the right one, but I'm going to stay because I just got to stay and he's going to turn into the right one. Or I knew he wasn't the right one from the get go, but now we got kids and a family and I know he's not going to marry me, but I'm going to kind of make him marry me. And I'm just going to pray to God that he's going to marry me and I'm still going to stay. All of these are all situations that could have been prevented if you kept your ass on God. It may sound a little difficult. But if you kept your eyes on God, and when you keep your eyes on God, you're keeping your eyes on what you are assigned to do. So that means you are going to be the best you that you could possibly be. That means that you are going to be obsessed with being the greatest you. So that means you're going to be reading your word. You're going to be studying. You're going to be working out. You're going to be enjoying life. You're going to be taking some time to yourself. You're going to be being a good mom if that's what it needs to be. You're going to be just putting the best into being the happiest you because you know what? When you are happy, they see God's light and love shining through you. And that does what? Bring more people to the Lord. So, you know, it's no way in shape or form that you're going to, and I'm just going to tell you this before we get into it, is you're not going to meet your man if you keep looking for your man. You're just not. 
You're not going to meet them. If you're looking for them, you're not going to meet them. You should not be in a state of, I have to find him. You should be in the state of, he needs to find me. That's where we should be at. And the reason that he needs to find you is because I'm going to need him to come through real positive. And I'm going to need him to understand that when he finds you, he's going to find a woman of God. So I need him to be somewhat of a woman, somewhat of a woman, somewhat of a man of God. And I need him to understand truly the woman that he's getting and be appreciative of you from the get go flaws and all, because you have to remember, no one's going to be perfect when you meet them. I know that like the movies from the nineties kind of had us all thinking that, you know, people, these perfect people that you're going to meet and it's going to be this beautiful love story, but real life, we all have issues. We all have things that we are working, praying and grinding through. So when you meet the person that has a good heart, when you meet the person that you see companionship, when you see God, when you see life, when you see a mother, when you see a husband, when you see a father in, you really, really, really need to be focusing on bettering yourself so that this opportunity can truly flourish to where it needs to be you don't need to lose yourself you never should lose yourself in anybody you should always be making sure that you're losing yourself in God if anything no one comes before him so if you find yourself obsessing over and and let me tell you this let me stop this the reason that I'm calling them boys and not men okay in the title it's because the ones y'all be obsessing over will be some whole boys they don't even be the men's it don't even be the good ones y'all be obsessing over the ones that's broken the ones that don't know no type of form of commitment no type of love and let me explain something to you it's wonderful to meet somebody and you guys work through it and you pray through it because let me tell you something some of you women that is what some some of you that's what that's what God is is putting you here for that's going to be a part of your testimony is that when you met your man he may possibly not been the best man he was but let me explain something when he met you and he seen the God in you he got it together quickly but let me say this it has to be an open arena, an open heart, an open mind that someone is going to be vulnerable enough to let you help them or bring them or show them the correct way that they supposed to be loving and living and so on and so forth. So if you are meeting resistance, if you're meeting resistance, that means that that is not your battle. It's the Lord's. Yes, it's not your battle. You should not be meeting resistance. When you meet a a man that may be going through something, he should be seeing the God in you and he should be wanting to be vulnerable because when a, when a man shows you vulnerability, that means that he's, he plans on staying around for a long time. Not vulnerability while you're lusting or you're breaking it down or dropping it down to the floor. Or don't got your clothes on. Vulnerability when it's just you and him, when he is having a transparent moment, when he shows you that, that means that he plans on staying. If he's not expressing to you any type of, you know, when I was younger, I felt this way or you know telling you about some trauma or so on and so forth or really speaking his truly speaking his truth and identifying issues because let me explain something to you you have to identify the issues in yourself before you can fix them like ain't no can't nobody listen couldn't nobody tell me what was wrong with me until I decided to figure it out myself you can make suggestions because that's what it really sound like but when I'm truly ready to to flourish into who I'm supposed to be and do what I'm supposed to do I'm going to embrace You know, those already issues and flaws that I already know because I know it's time to change them. So if a man is not speaking to you like a man should and embracing the possible flaws that he has and and willing to change them and willing to bring you in during the change and willing to really sit on and say, talk to me a little bit more about God. 
You know, show me how you got to where you are. Show me how you healed. That he is not the one. The, uh, that's the reason why I say you need to be obsessed with God. Because when you meet these men that may not be in the best condition they can be in, they, but they see the God in you and they're attracted to you. You got to be able to tell them how God worked. You got to have a testimony. You got to have a story to your case. You can't come to this man and be like, you know, God changed and he worked in me and you still carrying on acting a fool. Well, where did he work at? Because, I mean, you really ain't doing nothing. You have taken care of your kids. You look, you're a little bit out of shape. You kind of do drugs all day long. I mean, what is he doing in your life? What is he doing? And how are you going to tell me that I need to change? See, let me explain something to you. You cannot come to a man and tell him about the glory of God and how he's working. And you are still in shambles, not accepting who you are, not taking the grace and the favor that God give you, not trying to make no change. That's not, you can't do that. That that's like what? That's like me. That's like a crackhead, you know, and I use this this with all the time. That's like a crackhead going up to a drug dealer and telling him like I need for you to stop selling drugs. Well, I need you to stop doing them. <laughs> that's how that go. Why don't you stop doing them too? So, that's why you need to be stuck in the abundance of God. Stuck in the abundance of his energy, his life, his love, his word, and working on yourself. Because I'm telling you, that's going to attract the man that you want like a magnet. Because he's going to see the grace. He's going to just see it in you. And he's going to understand that I have to come with some form of correction in order to keep this person. Because I see myself with this person and I feel like this person can make me better. You cannot make anybody better if you have not made yourself better. If you are not trying to embrace the change that you need in yourself. Stop obsessing so much over where you gonna meet him at how you gonna meet him if I'm gonna meet him and be like when I meet him I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be who I need to be I'm gonna be a woman a strong woman a woman that's established we're gonna come together as a team and we're gonna tear this thing up but right now y'all are not in team position Mm -mm. no 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 and stop thinking and this is another thing I read online and I posted this, you know, because I, um, I met my husband right after I came out of a breakout, kind of sort of maybe even when I was cause in the midst of a breakup, you know, things happen, you know, but, um, we ain't judging, you know, but like I said before, I, you know, I met him, um, you know, after I had closed out a relationship and I knew immediately that was going to be my husband from the first time we sat down, we had, um, breakfast at Beverly Hills grill in, um, in Michigan. And it was just, it was just like, it was there. It was, we didn't even eat. We literally talked and I knew this is who this, this is him. This is him right here. Now it may not happen like that for you, but as time progressed, more qualities were shown, but I was not in the neighborhood looking for anything. I was looking and bettering myself. I have felt broken. I have felt like I had made some mistakes. I had some things that I had to repent on. I had some things I had to work on. I was going down the wrong road, the wrong direction. So I was just trying to get myself back on the right freeway. I was not looking for nobody to come stop, talk, hunk. People could drive by, wave. Hey, how you doing? Thank you, Jesus. Praise him. But I don't didn't need nobody to stop. That's not what I was doing. I was focused on being a better me and God in Christ so it just it, it it really truly blew me away but I looked at the history of my dating history and of my life and some of the better relationships that I had prior to my husband um were, were when I was so much more focused on God and doing and living my purpose-driven life and doing what I was supposed to be doing when I was supposed to do it now when I was out cackling now when I was out carrying along now when I was out at the bar you know all the time now when I was out in the streets now when I was trying to find somebody in the streets that's those were not my better relationships those relationships were horrible but when I really sat down 
and had a discussion with God and told him, you know, I am handing it all to you. You make the decision. You bring the man to me that you want me to have. And I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do in my department. And that's when things start working. But I was working on myself in the background. I never let go of working on myself. You are a project that's never ending. You always have something to improve in. And it'll make yourself feel so much better. And you will be in such a more peaceful. A lot of y'all don't scare y'all husbands away like um, two, three, four, five times ago. Your attitudes are absolutely, you know, since, since after the pan, before the pandemic, y'all attitudes was horrible. But after I'm like, wait a minute, no hellos, no highs, no smiles, energy and in, in poor. And that's because you are lacking the God. You're lacking a foundation in a relationship with him. You are broken. You are bad and you tied. And I've been tad before, so I know the attitude to go with tad. I know when I'm tad and I don't and I don't understand what's going on and why I'm so tad. But God keep hitting me over the head and saying, look, just take some time and talk to me and I'll tell you what's wrong. But I'm like, uh, God, I don't got time for that. I got to figure out what's going on in this worldly world. I got to figure this out right now. That's what it is. You are exhausted. You've been chasing everything that you're not supposed to be chasing instead of letting the stuff that need to chase you chase you. Sit down. Drink some water. No Casamigos, drink some water, a little bit of water, put a lemon, cucumber in there and just really just take some and just take a breath and really, really sit down and realize, am I really ready for the man that I have fantasized about in my life? Am I really putting all my, a little bit more time or all my time and to better myself and get in a relationship with God and being a better mother and being a better sister and a friend and so on and so forth. Am I really putting that time in or am I just kind of in the wind with it? In the wind with it. And then every time I'm out, I'm just, I'm lusting over me. And that's another thing. Y'all don't be making no money. Y'all don't be being good parents. It just be men, men, boys, 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 men, men. And, and like I said this before and I had this talk about um, this on my one of my Instagram lives. Y'all are very oversexed. And that's a topic that we're gonna talk about on another on another episode. But the oversexness is reflecting in so much of our behavior. And it's the oversexness sexes that you kind of had between the age of like 18 and like 22 when you kind of like really start kind of like, you know, like kind of getting into the midst of things, lusting, carrying on, whatever you was doing. But we should not be carrying this behavior into our 30s, our 40s, our late 20s. Like it's grown, it's established grown women that are still making critical decisions based on sex. Critical decisions based on he look good. Fathers, making them fathers, making these men permanent fixtures in your life because of a feeling, a, a, a one-time 20-minute, 30-minute feeling that he's giving you. And then once that feeling is over, he's up and out and he's back carrying on again and you keep checking. Chasing after that feeling over and over again. And that's how becoming over. Uh, that's how you become over sex. Because when you break up with this particular person, now you're going to be lusting and carrying on. You're going to find this new man. He's going to give you that feeling again. And you're going to feel like, okay, I'm back. I'm, I'm, and that's also the devil enabling you and keeping you in a comfort zone. Because now you thinking, all right, well, you know, whenever I'm feeling sad, we can have a little bit of sex and things go right back to normal. Like that is not a reset in a relationship. That shouldn't be a reset in your emotions. Your emotions shouldn't be put on that. I recommend a little bit of celibacy. It may sound a little crazy, but some of y'all really need to stop letting people touch y'all parts. For a minute, just a couple seconds. 
You know, just, just think, just, just gather your bearings. Your bearings are not gathered. It's, it's the oversexes. It's the overgoing outness. It's the, you know, it's the, the lack of class. It's that's another thing too. I've noticed and I've really, since I've started Housewife Sundays, I've had so many women come to me and say, you know, my deep down dream is to be a wife, have a family, yada, you know, be established, be a God-fearing woman, yada, yada. And I'm like, that's great. I'm so glad so many people are coming because in our generation, you know, we have start, we're starting to lose this. It's, it, the social media has had us looking at marriage like it's just so disgusting and you could just have sex with everybody until you leave this earth and lust, lust, lust and everybody everywhere. So it, 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 it makes me excited when women come to me and they say you know I'm looking forward to this but it's so much more to looking forward to it it's, it's so much effort that comes into it and I have always been an advocate for class and it's not what you do it's how you do it and we've all been messy boots we've all been lusty we all may have had our oversex moments or whatever you may want to call them but it's not what you do it's how you do it and some of y'all are doing it real like loud I, like real loud like really really loud like it's constantly loud and, and it's, and it's so hard for you to change an oppression and a reputation. Those are things, the first impression, I, I work really hard to make that good. And the reputation, I, I work very, very solidly to keep that, to keep that where that needs to be. You know, if folks kind of say things about me, more than likely they hurt. I don't remove them from my life. They they probably remove their sales because it's all with the ones that remove their sales be having the most to say. I have never seen so many people carry on and do so much raggedy stuff to people. And when the people remove them from their life, the first thing they want to do is cry wolf and tell everybody, oh, well, you know, so-and-so did so-and-so and this, but you're not telling these people what you did. So a reputation is very important to me. And that reputation you're going to carry with you and, and into, into your marriage and into your motherhood. These, you know, and these are characteristics that you want to be, you, you don't want to be known for. You want to be known for positive characteristics and preach that into your mother. And these are things that men look for. Men, we have done plenty of surveys before and we've said, and I'm going to say this, most of the men that you want to have dealings with for the rest of your life does not want their woman to be loose as a goose don't get me started. If a man likes a loose as a goose don't get me started, started woman nine times out of ten he finds some demons his he he's let me explain this. I'm, I'm getting running out of breath. What was the word? He is fighting some demons. Okay. His confidence level is toe up from the flow up. He got control issues or he's a narcissist. So like all four of them things right now, you need to run ahead the door. You don't want no dealings with that. I have never met a man that wants his woman, a true man that has, that has embraced himself in God, that knows what he wants, that wants to have a family, want his woman out here carrying on. I don't care how much money it is or what is going on in the world. They don't want it. I know they keep telling y'all that it is, it's okay and embrace this. And, oh, it's womanhood. And no, it is not. There is no woman empowerment in being a hoe. Period. Pooh. It's not. Do not let. The enemy, do not let Satan, do not let the devil, whatever you want to call him, do not let him have you misguided and single and out here ready to mingle at 60. Okay. Go figure out what's going on with you. Work on being a better you and watch the men that you supposed to be with come a little less obsessed on the men's and a little bit more obsessed on God. And figuring out why you could be making these mistakes you're, you're making. Why haven't you healed from this trauma? How can I heal from this trauma? 
How can I be a better mother? The worst kind of woman that is obsessed with a man are the ones who are poor mothers. Those are the ones that I really, I have, I, I just lack a lot of respect for. And I have to pray on that because we all go through things and we fight demons, but that's the one that really bothers me. And I notice that a lot, you know, the lacking of taking care of your children, um, you know, these responsibilities, these blessings that God gave you because you are so over sex and you are so, your confidence is so low. You are so broken and you just feel like I got to have a man for me to feel confident and I got to have somebody with me and I need this capacity companionship but if you have looking at your track record the companionship thing has led you to having financial obligations with social security numbers now that you are primarily responsible for so in order for you to make better decisions you should be focusing more on taking care of and honoring the responsibilities God gave you and honoring your body and honoring yourself as a woman. That's really what it is. Finding that balance, honoring yourself, honoring your motherhood, honoring your parts. Stop giving them away. I, and, you, and you know, when you were younger and your mom was like, you know, don't, well, some of y'all mamas didn't say it clearly, but when, uh, when when the mamas did say, you know, you know, watch what you do, watch who you do it with, and you know, don't just be laying down with anybody, and it ain't all this, and it, it really, I mean, you know, it, that you know, probably went all over our head, and we probably was like, whatever, mama, do what I want to do, but it's really, it's so much truth to it, like, you know, and there's and there's spiritual connections that you make when um you have sexual relations with men. There is, it's no way to get around it. It happens. And it, you know, no matter how much you think it does not have any you impact on you and your energy and your spirit, it does. And you have to be very careful of those type of soul ties and connections that you're just making just because you want a quick thrill or just because you feel like this is the saving grace of the relationship or just because this is the only time he really nice to me or just because, all right, I know if I keep this coming, he going to keep taking care of me. Whatever it is you may be, okay, those connections are spiritual connections that you are going to have to pray to have removed and, and they really will have your energy and have your mood and have you push further. I'm telling you away from God. It never fails. You cannot continue to lay down. And it's going to have your pH off too. Let me say that. It's going to have that off too. Because I don't even, I don't, I don't we, we, that's another episode. But, you know, I, I'm not a fan of public restrooms. I try my bougie best not to use them, but sometimes I got to go. And I have walked in after some and it's just been, I've just been appalled. Absolutely, especially at the airport. Like, what? Wait a minute. Stop feeling like you have to have these connections. Step back and get a connection with God so that when you are connected with the man, you are ready. And then you know, when you have a connection with God, your self esteem is going to be so high, you're going to be weeding the bad ones out quicker. You not going to let them just run up on you any type of way. Y'all be letting them run up on you any type of way. Not able to do nothing for themselves and damn sure not able to do nothing for you. It is so much confidence in being a woman of God. You are not even going. They not. And let me explain something to you. They not even going. They, it's, it's, it's come a time now. Like before, you know, men will always kind of flirt with me when I was out and about. But now 
I, it's just like I'm telling you, like I have been looking a little jacked up lately because you know I've been going through some things, but whatever. But outside of that, when I'm together, okay, it's like they will compliment me, but that's that's it. That they even if like let's say I make be running to the store, I don't have my rings on. They they'll compliment me. I can tell you know, but they'll but they'll keep it. But it's but you know what it is that I notice? It's the respect. It's the respect, baby, because they know they can feel that energy. They see how I carry myself. They feel it. And let me tell you something. Men are very intuitive. They know. A man knows you a fool right when he meets you. Period. That's why he started with the BS. He, when he meets you, he'd be like, oh, got me one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And it's just, he started from the beginning. The lies and deceit. They just, and that's why they always say online, let them lies be so good in the first couple of weeks. Because they know they can lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They know they can lie to you. And they, and they, and they just going to keep it coming. Stop have a face have an energy have a a vibe that they can't don't even come over here with that i'm working on myself i don't need any interruptions either you coming over here to add but you you for sure not gonna come over here and subtract you have to be putting that time in and i'm not saying that it's gonna go zero to 100 you know building a relationship with god is all on your personal time i am not a judger over that it has taken me i am still working you know every day on it but let me explain something to you i much rather be working every day on it than working every day to get to the day when i'm gonna start working on it you feel me i much rather be putting that time in than thinking about dang i should have put that time in or why I'm not putting that time in or dealing with depression or dealing with this feeling of, of loss or dealing with that or, you know, having self, you know, all of these different demons that are used against us. And I'd be like, I wish I would have sat down and I wish I would have read the word. And God, is, his his arms are always open. He know when you're going to come. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the thing. That's that's one thing I learned from my old elders, you know, and, and you know, the old saints is that God always. Um, it has, it has open arms. That's what makes him the great God that he is. And he knows when he, when you're going to come. So he know when you're going to come, he know if you're sitting over listening to this and you kind of like a tear kind of in the eye and you kind of like, you know what? Like, I really need to get my life together. I really need to get closer to God. Like I need to leave these men alone. It's just causing me so many problems because it's causing you problems. And that's another thing. I don't understand how y'all don't be wanting to take breaks from men because the battles you be fighting with these men be so strong. You should want to step back and take some time back from it. But really what it is, is that they don't work so hard. They don't beat your self-esteem down so low that you feel like you got to hop back in with somebody else. So they, you, you got to get that feeling back. You, you, it's a feeling that you're searching for. And that feeling you're searching for is in God. Once you find that feeling in God, once you find that feeling in God, once you know that he will never forsake you and he's always going to be there for you and it's a word he always got for you and he never going to turn his back on you, he never going to make you feel like you were less than, that's when you really, when you get that from him, that's when you are going to really know when it's truly coming from, from a man. You're going to really know. You're going to be like, I know this feeling. It's kind of familiar. I don't feel like this before. All right, I think God sent you. Let's go. You're going to know. And that's another reason why you are having these poor relationships is because you're not able to truly understand when somebody really is loving you in your corner. You really have not built that. You haven't looked into that. You don't understand how love works. And when you really sit down and you look at everything God has done for you and, and he's done for others, 
That's when you will really see and understand true love. And, and it, that's when you will understand it more in the relationship. You will know when you are not being loved correctly and when it feels bad and when it makes me feel bad and my self-esteem feels low and so on and so forth. You will understand it and you will be quicker to write it off. Y'all don't want to write it off. Y'all, y'all see the red, the purple, the orange, all type of bad security flags and you still keep going. Because you you so quick to look at all the you're looking at the little small good, but if you look at God, you realize He was good all the way around, my baby, all the way around. So that small good that you getting from the man, you gonna be like, well, you know, I kind of feel like you could be giving me a little bit more, because I'm I'm a little bit more, and I could give a little bit more, and I watch God give a little bit more, so I kind of feel like you could be giving me a little bit more. So since you are not giving me a little bit more, I'm going to go ahead and, and let you go ahead and carry on with what you was doing. Because I'm doing something over here and you interrupting it. Have that respect. And, and let me explain something to you. You know, um, when you come across um, a man that's broken, you cannot fix him. God can. So uh, no matter how much loving, hugging, rubbing, grinding, paying, handing, begging, pleading you do, he's not going to change until he sits down with God and he decides to change because he wants to change because he has God in his life. God is the only one that can move him to be better. You can't move him to be better. So the years and the time and the months you've wasted trying to do God's work is the time that you could have been spending doing, letting God do work in you and bringing you a better man. That's how that goes. But see, it's lessons you learn from those situations, but there's also hurt that comes from that situation. So why continue to let somebody keep hurting you? Why continue to let people keep coming in your atmosphere and hurting you? Why continue to not have that, that discernment, not to, not to understand when somebody is for you and they not? That's why you got to really sit down. That's why you got to really have a faith. You have to have the real relationship with him. You truly have to know who you are as a woman in Christ. You have to have that. It's, 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 even if you have a mustard seed of it, you got to have it. And there's so much lacking. So many do not even have a mustard seed of it because you let men do whatever to you. And when I say whatever, I mean like whatever with a capital W. Like whatever. Like I look back in some of my past relationships to some of the things that I had to deal with and, um, you know, situations I told myself I never would be in. And I just think about like how, how far away from God I was and how low my self-esteem was because I knew I seen it. I looked at it and knew it wasn't good. And I kept on playing the game with it. But if I think about me dealing with that now where I'm at, I, it wouldn't even got, it wouldn't even got a little bit closer. I would have shut that. Listen, baby, I wouldn't even been in a relationship with him, Pooh. How about that? We wouldn't even known each other. I wouldn't even had that story to reflect on because I would have stopped him right at the door. I will not set the cat. You can back right on up. You not what I need. The energy bad. It's poor. Mm -mm. You carrying on. Have a good day. I'm going to keep working on me because that's really what it is. You want to be able to have that because when you, I'm telling you, when you get that relationship and you find the right one, it's going to be like, you're going to be like, see, I should have been did this. 
Why haven't, why didn't I been where? And then you know what? He's going to be so, and that's, and that's what, what, what healthy marriages is before I go. That's what healthy marriages is all about. It's two people who love each other and love God and want better and want to grow, come together and they grow together and they make a wonderful union. And they, if they want a family, they make a wonderful family and they carry their legacy on, but they carry that legacy on with love and light and growth and God. That's what it's all about. It's not this, all these cute pictures and TikToks and all of this other stuff. It's about the fun foundation baby it's about carrying God on generationally and bringing these great black families into life that's what it's about so think about that when you dealing with Tyrone and he keep walking up them crates <laughs> he keep walking he keep walking up them crates I don't know where this little crate thing come from my baby but it is ridiculous it's I mean it's 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 like I'm entertained but then I'm also like oh like I can see the injuries I can see the injuries but I hope you guys enjoyed that word. You know, I hope I wasn't too hard. You know, I haven't gotten my mama um, voice on you guys in a long time, but it be like that sometimes. I got to get the mama voice because I need you to be, I need you to be the best woman you can be so God can bring you the best man he has for you possible. That's what it's all about. And and once you get there, it's going to be lit. And then I get to like go online and like the pictures of the wedding and the kids and all that type of stuff. I'm trying to do that. You hold me up. From obsessing over these pictures because I love to see, I love to see women being loved correctly. And I love to see God be the foundation of their relationship and and at whatever level it may be. But I like to see that it's there. It's very imperative. So I love you guys, the oodles and noodles. And I just hope that you enjoyed this episode. And just a couple of things. You know, we got to do the books. We got to do a couple things before we go. Um, every Wednesday we drop a new episode here at Serving While Being Served. And if you have not commented below in lights, if you are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, slide down there and put a comment, send a like. It, it, you know, I read it and some days I be needing to see it when I'm going through it. <laughs> So it be with it. And also, if you are not following me um, on Instagram and a part of my IG family, please follow me at nurse underscore Monroe. Also, I am the creator and host of Housewife Sundays. <laughs> yes, I am. And we have a new episode dropping this Sunday. Last Sunday, I didn't drop one because I told you guys still, I'm still going through some things. Maybe I'll share them during this testimony. Maybe I won't. But um, this Sunday, we will be returning with Housewife Sunday. And um, if you are not able um, to access any of my videos on YouTube, you can go to my Instagram page and it is a link. Boop, boop. You click it and you will see all of my videos. Please like, subscribe and share as well. And um, like I said, I love you guys. So oodles and noodles. I pray. I pray that God sends you the man that you deserve. I pray that God continues to cover you. Stay safe. Keep washing your hands, Father God. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.